Hello, and welcome to the Think Happy Podcast. I'm your host, Caitlin Cuevas. I'm a lover of French Rose coffee, golden doodles, and pump-up music. I believe happiness is something we each create for ourselves and that you are in the driver's seat of your own life. Yep, you. Join me each week as we chat with guests about their personal happiness journeys and dive into practices that you can incorporate into your daily life to help you be, well, happier. Hello, my friend, and welcome back to the Think Happy Podcast. I'm your host, Caitlin Cuevas. I am back at the recording studio and truly just so happy to be here. Recording episodes of this podcast is one of my absolute favorite parts of Think Happy Co. And there's just so much I love about Think Happy Co. So that is saying a lot, you guys. And you guys, as much as I love the holiday season, I am so happy to be back in my regular routine. I am such a creature of habit that whenever I'm put in a situation where I'm not able to do my normal routines, I always look forward to getting back to my day-to-day life. Because of COVID, it's been a few years since Oakley and I've traveled abroad, but I remember being on trips in Europe, and while I loved every second of our time there, I always got so excited about coming back home and just getting back to my regular life. And here I am, back at my regular life, my regular non-holiday season life with you, and I've been just so excited about today's conversation for a few weeks now, you guys. Like, I am grinning ear to ear. It's going to be so good. But first, I'm going to ask a favor of you. Will you please share this podcast with someone in your life who would also like it? Send it to a girlfriend, your sister, a neighbor, a work friend. Word of mouth is the best way to grow a podcast. And if you're enjoying the content, think about how many others could benefit from it too. And if you really, really love it, go and give it a rating and review. Thank you in advance. I just so appreciate it. And now it's time to get to it. I am joined today by Dr. Jordan Edders, doctor of acupuncture and Chinese medicine. I am so excited to dive into this conversation for many, many reasons. First, I have heard so many good things about you, Dr. Jordan, and I feel a little bit on cloud nine that I'm sitting with you right now. (laughs) Second, I am super fascinated by natural medicine and everything that you practice and i just can't wait to to get started and learn and chat about this stuff so welcome to the think happy podcast well thank you caitlin (sighs) it is a pleasure to be here with you i'm so so happy you asked me to be here and uh you know i love talking about this as you probably know yes (laughs) like this is my thing so yeah i'm excited it's so fun having guests who are so passionate mm-hmm. about what they're talking about mm-hmm. and I am really getting those passionate vibes right now Me too like I feel I feel the, the passionate it's in the room. energy flowing <laughs> yes okay so let's kick this off tell us a little bit about you mm-hmm. how did you find your way to eastern medicine well um well I'll just say for 
starters. Mm-hmm. I am from Texas, born okay. and raised uh, from Northeast Texas, a small town called Clarksville. I okay. always shout out my town hey, you got because to. it's small and Absolutely. for one, people need to know where it is. <laughs> and they should be listening. Right and they now. need to, yeah, yeah, and they should be listening <laughs> and I'll share it with them. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> so I, uh, you know, started from that, always had this inc- inclination to do things naturally right um my mom was always i was always with her at the uh health food stores okay all the time just different health food stores she's always finding stuff putting us on you know me and my dad on you know different things and Mm -hmm. you know she still does it yeah (laughs) like she has she has them on parsley tea right now (laughs) so and she she'll make it up do you just steam parsley and and water that's what she does she boils it Man. Yeah. She was it sounds like kind of like refreshing. helping him with like some diabetes okay. type things. There you go. But yeah, she you know, she's always trying yeah. to, you know, figure things out. And so I with that and then also my great grandmother who I never met mm-hmm. on this part, you know, in this physical world. Right. I'm pretty sure I met her in a spiritual realm. Yeah. But um she she was very into herbs Mm -hmm. she was actually going out into the woods and gathering up roots and things like that to help people in uh, at that time right in her you know in town so I guess through that you know that that just you you just don't lose that yeah you know so like it just came through yeah finally came through to me you know so then um you know I was always on this path to be in medicine Mm -hmm. and I did all the prereqs, did the biology degree right. at Prairie View A&M. Um, <gasps> Gig'em. Actually, Pantherland. What? Yeah. I oh. just learned something new. Yeah. It's Pantherland. I should have known that. Yeah. Wow. Well, you know, me. Prairie View A&M and mm-hmm. Texas A&M right. are sister schools. Yes. They were developed around the same year. In right? the same year, actually. Yeah. Okay. So, And you pat from Houston, <laughs> you passed Prairie View A&M. Yeah to college station yeah, right that's yeah. it yeah yeah anyway did that um got to i would say the last semester okay <laughs> of my yeah. last year dun, dun, dun. and i'm like hmm i'm gonna take a year off yeah <laughs> <laughs> like from your not, parents are between, like between huh? actually well between um graduating because the path was you graduate from your with your biology degree, mm-hmm. you go into medical school. Okay, that that's the path. That's yeah. how they taught us. Yeah, or you go into whatever professional school that you said you were going to do, right? right. And I was like, hmm, I don't know. Yeah, it was just like like just like the a flip of a switch. It like happened that quickly. Wow. And I was like, you know what? I I want to take a step back. I feel like there's something else I need to look at. Mm-hmm. So I took a you know a year off or so. Good for you. That um, takes did some courage. more research. Yeah. And because I I don't know something just wasn't sitting right. Yeah. And I had already had some experiences with Western medicine. Um, in 2010, I was diagnosed with Graves' disease, okay. which is uh, hyperthyroidism. But through time and research and all these self things that I mm-hmm. was able to do. I was able to overcome it. It's not the same for everybody. Yeah. But through that, I started to realize that, okay, natural medicine is my path. I need to figure out what school, 
where can I go yeah. <laughs> to do this? Right. I don't want to leave the Houston area because at that point I'm like, I'm here. Yeah. Like this is it. <laughs> you yep, know? This is it. <laughs> this is it. Um, you know, I already kind of built in my life. Um, at the time, um, I was in a relationship with my now fiance. So, you know, and we both went to Prairie View as well. Okay. And so I was like, I'm in Houston. I like this place. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, I got to figure this out. So uh, started at uh, the American College of um, Acupuncture and Oriental Medicine okay. here in Houston. Okay. And that was like <coughs> a four plus year program. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. So then I did the finished up the uh, doctoral program at uh, P- PECOM, which is the Pacific College of Oriental Medicine with uh, in their San Diego program. Oh, okay. And so anyway, through that, I was like, this is, this feels right. Yeah. You know, this is it. Like, mm-hmm. I like this. I like being able to help people using things that come from the earth. Right. You know, using things. Feels good. Yeah, it really feels mm-hmm. good. It feels really clean. Um, and feeling like I was actually helping, I'm actually helping people. Yeah. And even with the acupuncture side, just mm-hmm. using things that, you know, I'm just using this person's energy, their body yeah. to help them heal. Yeah. Like they're actually in a way healing themselves. I'm putting the needles where wow. they need to be in order to help that person heal. Yeah. Like I am a facilitator for healing. That gave me chills. That is so I had not thought about it like that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that is really powerful. Okay, but first, I have a question for you. Have you joined the Think Happy Patreon yet? If yes, thank you. If no, why the heck not? You are missing out. Being a Patreon member is only $5 a month, and you get super fun benefits, including a monthly bonus episode and access to resources such as journal prompts, meal planning templates, goal setting sheets, all that fun stuff. 100% of Patreon income goes back into this podcast. So if you're enjoying the show, please consider joining. We've been we've been saying a couple of terms already, just like started off right out the gates. So can you just tell us what traditional Chinese medicine mm-hmm. is? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So TCM or mm-hmm. traditional Chinese medicine <coughs> is its own medical system. Okay. So it has within that it umbrellas acupuncture, herbology, mm-hmm. Um, you get Tai Chi yeah. out of that, Qigong, yeah. <laughs> and you get food therapy. Okay. Uh, hopefully I didn't miss one. So none of my professors, please don't. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you already graduated. Yeah, I graduated. <laughs> <laughs> but it's his own medical system where we're doing things for one to help activate meridian the meridian system the channel system in our body that Mm -hmm. are associated with the different organs that we have okay so not only do we just have like we have our organs right we have our heart our lungs liver you know spleen Mm -hmm. intestines you know all of that right they have channels that run out into your they'd have different channel systems that run out into your body Mm -hmm. on different areas of your body. So I can put a needle somewhere in somebody's body that might be on their foot, but I'm actually helping their liver. Wow. Yes. Or I'm actually helping their kidney or their spleen or something like that. Right. Yeah. And with that, 
there you know there's that that's just acupuncture on its own mm-hmm. now most people know the work that I do as just acupuncture mm-hmm. because in the state of Texas in order to perform acupuncture you have to get your license to do it okay which means you have to go through all of the schooling do your board exams and all of that right so with that they also want us to know they want us to have been fully certified to do herbs as well oh, okay so if you're an acupuncturist in texas you also have to know herbs okay gotcha. it's not the same for every state okay so then we have the herbology side that side is just as big as the acupuncture and we mm-hmm. use that together a lot oh, okay so you do acupuncture um so usually a person would come in once a week for their treatment okay and or sometimes twice a week if they just started we're trying to get things going right right then we give them herbs or some type of supplement to help carry out the treatment the herbs are going to continue that person's treatment until we see them the next time okay so that's why it's very important to take your herbs Mm -hmm. and to take them appropriate you know when you need them right when you're supposed to take them right um then we have the Tai Chi and the Qigong. The Tai Chi is the movement. Okay. Um, that's, that's, the, that's a medicine of movement. It's right. movement medicine. Okay. So in order to really create this system of wellness, you also have to move your body. Yeah. And that's where the Tai Chi comes in. Mm-hmm. It's like a form of, in a way, almost like physical therapy. Yeah. You know, yeah, because you're, you're moving. Like. Um, and, and, and for healing. certain, yeah. And mm-hmm. for certain patients, I do teach them certain moves okay. if I think that there's something they need <coughs> to also add in mm-hmm. the Qigong part is very similar to Tai Chi, except Qi- Qigong is more of a, we're thinking more energetic. Okay. Even though Tai Chi is too. Right. But Qigong is also a movement type okay. medicine, but you're doing a lot more with the, the energy. Okay. So you're, you're, the more you do it, the more you can actually feel your body's own energy. Okay. And the more you can actually um, push out your own energy wow. out. Mm-hmm. So let's say you're, you might be a person that's very cold natured. Right. The more you do Qigong, you can get to a point to where you can just like, uh, visualize your heat going into your hands and it will happen for you because wow. you're that tuned in. It helps you yeah. really tune into your body. Yeah. And then we have the food therapy, mm-hmm. which is helping people understand what foods are for their particular constitution. Okay. And to help them if they do have a, an illness or a disease that is manifesting, that's going to help them move mm-hmm. out of that disease much faster. Right. So if they recognize the foods that they need to be eating, the foods that are going to nourish them and are appropriate mm-hmm. for their body type and what's going on with them, that's also a form of healing. So yeah. we put the, so sometimes I have patients that come in and we talk about their diet. That's one, that's yeah. the hardest thing to treat. It's oh, a diet. Oh man. <laughs> is it because people are just like stuck in their ways and they're like, mm-hmm. no, I will eat like this or. And be, they are willing to take it, A lot of the times they're very willing to take the herbs, mm-hmm. but they're like, I still want to eat this. And, oh, living, and you're like, you can't do 50% of, of it and expect a hundred percent result. Mm-mm. And yeah. living in Houston, you know, we have all this <coughs> really good food. Such good. Yeah, um, got know, text I think we have like a hundred thousand <laughs> restaurants plus something like that. Jeez. I don't know. I looked at I the demographics it. at one point, and it yeah. was like a hundred thousand restaurants. I believe that. <laughs> and I totally believe that. 
And with that, you know, it's hard to, because that's a part of our culture here in Houston is to go out to eat Mm -hmm. and that's how you meet up with your friends and things. So a lot of the food is really rich and sometimes it's not appropriate for our patients. And also a lot of times not nutrient dense. Right. And large portions. Oh yeah. Yeah. You have some leftover. Yeah. If you don't eat it all. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) So how is... TCM different from Western medicine? Mm. That's a really good question. So with it being, it focuses on healing. Okay. For one, like Mm -hmm. true healing where we're giving a person their power back to them. Right. And we're here to facilitate the healing, like I was mentioning earlier. Mm -hmm. We're here to help and direct and guide. Right. And not really suppress. So with the things that we do with herbs, the herbs have their own energetic vibration Mm -hmm. because they're coming from the earth. They're plants. Right. And the things that we do with the acupuncture, we're tapping in. We're tapping into these different um, levels of energy Mm -hmm. that synthetic medicines are not able to do. Okay. So with Western medicine, it's using a lot of peels and things that have been synthesized, Mm. um, made from synthetic products, things like that, right? Right. Um, Maybe that formula that they're using came from a plant you mm-hmm. know, at one point. Right. But now it's not completely biocompatible with that person's body. Whereas the herbs that come from the earth are more geared towards helping with different um, meridians, channels mm-hmm. that are affected in that person's body. Right. And it's helping to promote healing versus suppress it or turn something off to make it stop happening. Right. So in Western medicine, it uh, focuses on a lot of like, let's just make sure we stop these symptoms. Mm-hmm. You know, let's just, <coughs> or focus on some very, um, very focused things. Like this person has... I'll give you an example. Yeah. So let's say here's the difference between like somebody coming in with. um, Let's just say they have like a heart condition, right? Mm -hmm. Or cardio, some type of cardiovascular disease. Okay. So I'm going to look at that person and say, well, how did they get there? Okay. How did they get? Why why do they have a cardiovascular disease? Yeah. Or why do they have this liver issue? Or in particular, I I have um, a lot of patients that come in uh, for women's health. Mm -hmm. So why does this woman have period problems? Mm -hmm. Why can't she get pregnant if she wants to get pregnant? Right. So Mm -hmm. I'm looking at that. I'm not the why behind the why. Yes. So I'm not looking at, well, this is just it. This she has infertility and we're just going to do treat her for infertility. Yeah, I'm going to go backwards and I'm going to try to piece things together. Be a historian. Peel back the layers Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and like so like if a patient is coming to you and they're already at point Z. Yes. You're like, okay, but what happened at ABCDFG? Like all the way to get us here to point Z. Yes. Like how does this happen to you? Yeah. And that's what I, you know, and that's what we do. Um, at Phoenix Rising, I, I'm one of the doctors at mm-hmm. Phoenix Rising, and um, we would we 
one of the things that I learned from Dr. Early, who owns Phoenix Rising, is that she said, always ask them why. Mm-hmm. Always ask your patients why <coughs> they got this diagnosed. Like, yeah. what, th- what did their doctor tell them? Mm-hmm. And a lot of the times the, you can't answer the question because the system is different. With Western medicine, you're learning things in pieces. Okay. So you learn all the systems, right? You learn the nervous system, you know, the cardiovascular system. You know all of these things. Mm-hmm. You even know how they all work together. Right. But they get they tend to get really separated because each doctor goes into their respective specialties. Right. Right. And it gets really like pieced out okay. after that. With us, we are always taught to look at the root cause Mm -hmm. versus what has manifested yeah now it's fine to treat the manifestation but you also have to treat the root cause right so there's the difference that comes in with western medicine there's a lot of treating the manifestation Mm -hmm. what has what has occurred after the fact you know like yeah what is now (laughs) presenting itself versus going back and saying how how do we stop this from happening how do we actually help this person move from a disease state to now being living in ease yeah you know for some reason you saying that it's making me think of um and I don't know if it's a parable or just like a story that my dad told us when we were growing Mm -hmm. up and it's so there's a family and they're a poor family and there's another family who is bringing them eggs Mm -hmm. from their farm Mm -hmm. so that the poor family can have food to eat Mm -hmm. but then one day the other family realizes why would we keep bringing them eggs when we can bring them like chickens yes so that they yeah to like help them like have their own right yes and for some reason you saying that is like making me think that you know like like don't put a like just the band-aid on that mm-hmm. they're hungry by bringing them the eggs which is great but like right. if you bring them the chicken mm-hmm. then like they're gonna be able to like like grow a farm and yes. you know like it doesn't have they to can, stop with the chickens and they can like <coughs> prosper instead yes. of like continuously like asking and asking can yeah. you help me can you help me and that yeah i like how you put that together because that's really where it comes in at is that with western medicine there's a lot, yes, there's a lot of diagnosis that can be done. There are a lot of treatments that can be very life-saving, um, especially in emergency mm-hmm. department, you know. Yeah. But sometimes the the um, use of it mm-hmm. gets to be inappropriate right. for a, a person that is now dealing with a chronic mm-hmm. disease. Right. Or, you know, something happening where... Now that whatever they shouldn't be taking some type whatever this medication is for the rest of their life or taking it long term mm-hmm. because we know and you and you look at the the white paper for that medication mm-hmm. you know whatever comes with that that medication when you get it from the pharmacy it will tell you well this is what's going to happen if you take it for this long mm-hmm. right so we know that we can't keep doing this yeah. you know what I'm saying when do we stop with that and say okay this person we've gotten this person to a state where they're stable Mm -hmm. now we need to figure out how to get them out of it instead of just maintaining yeah 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 wow i have never 
thought about it like that. And I mean, like, this is why I have been so excited for this conversation, <laughs> like this exact stuff. You've heard me talk about the importance of exercise and how it's essential in taking care of yourself. I preach that the key to having healthy exercise habits is consistency and that one of the best ways to stay consistent is to mix up the types of exercise you do. My routine consists of bar and cycle classes at Moda Fitness and going on runs and walks in my neighborhood. Without a doubt, the classes at Motive are what I look forward to the most. The energy is contagious, the workouts are challenging, the instructors are knowledgeable, and I always leave feeling great. Motive offers a variety of classes, including bar, cycle, jump, yoga, and the newest class, circuit. At one studio, you can incorporate multiple methods. No more wasting your time going to and from studios that only offer yoga or only offer cycle. And guess what? I have a special offer for you. Use code THINKHAPPY, that's one word, for 10% off your next class package or membership package. This code is valid for the Memorial location in Houston. Go to MotiveFitness.com, that's M-O-T-I-V, for all class and membership package information and enter code THINKHAPPY at checkout. One more thing that I wanted to just like ask you at the beginning of this conversation is so how is TCM and acupuncture actually no specifically how is acupuncture different than just like going to a chiropractor Mm -hmm. or um getting a like sports recovery massage or like something like that okay with getting acupuncture and using the whole system of tcm mm-hmm. um with it being much older mm-hmm. than some of the systems that are being used now like with chiropractic care and even massage therapy mm-hmm. because and i'll and i'll i'll get to the massage therapy part too okay um but with the tcm stuff you are looking you were able to use these different modalities all at once mm-hmm. in every treatment and they're really tapping in to these to the internal areas going into the channels where we're able when we when i put in that acupuncture needle i c- i don't even have to use a lot of needles to get to what to do what i need to do right. i'll give you an example uh, I've had women that come in and they have issues with bleeding mm-hmm. from uh, menstrual cycle bleeding, right? Mm-hmm. Or they're pregnant and they're ha- experiencing a threatening, a threat, threatening miscarriage mm. and they're starting to spot or bleed. And right. so that's when you call that a threat, a uh, threatened miscarriage, right? Mm-hmm. So I can put a needle in a, in one particular area and on this particular channel, on the spleen channel, spleen one, um, some people would know what I'm talking okay. about. <laughs> <laughs> and if, they, if they want, they can look it up. Yeah. It's on the toe. It's on the big toe in the uh, inside corner. Anyway, I can put that needle in there mm-hmm. and along with a couple of other points. But that one needle is going to help stop the bleeding. Whoa. Yes. So there's the difference is that we can manipulate the channels to help remediate things pretty quickly wow. 
And yes, chiropractic care does in a way, in a roundabout way, yes, it does interact with your channels, Mm -hmm. um, especially helping to, you know, reset any physical Right. Things that are out, like if the uh, spine is out, the hips are out, Mm -hmm. you know, things like that. It it, that part is needed, too. Right. You know, if I have somebody that's coming in and they're out of alignment all the time and I keep helping them with, you know, helping with the pain relief and trying to Mm -hmm. get their maybe their neck is constantly, constantly hurting or their um, their lower back is constantly hurting and then I, I realize that this person is really out of alignment yeah and now I need to now extend them to go get care with a chiropractor yeah so there's a there's a thing that they work together in a yeah. way yeah and you can get, send that person to the chiropractor they can get them back aligned and then maybe that person they might not ever have that issue again yeah but let's say something else comes up we can you know do the acupuncture thing all over again mm-hmm. do a, um, a, a treatment targeted to that particular condition whatever's happening and it's more of like a I don't like to piece it out like this but it's like internal medicine okay. in a way um and we, but we're doing so many things like we're yeah. working on the emotional level and the physical level, the cellular level, the, yeah. the, the spiritual level. Yeah. And, and there's points that we can do to help even with the some really, even really complex spiritual things that mm-hmm. people are going through, too. So it, it goes, it, it can be, get very esoteric. Right. And then moving on to massage therapy, massage therapy is going to be manipulating the... Um, the muscle layer right and the um, you know going down into the connective tissue mm-hmm. and things like you know going you know and it's <coughs> it's not going to completely like say move somebody from some illness right right so there's the difference between that is that it's mm-hmm. not going to completely it's it's a massage therapy is going to be a very complimentary therapy to what we do okay gotcha so I can even suggest somebody go see a massage therapist to yeah. help loosen things up even more oh, or to yeah. help move even the lymphatic system mm-hmm. um, and to just carry out. So we can use these, we use, we can use all these different things um, yeah. in, in a treatment team. Actually, we can include them in that, in that team to help wow. them. It just seems like so well-rounded. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. Thank you for breaking all of that down. Yeah. Yeah. So which part of TCM do you like to focus on? Mm. Well, I really, truly like working with the uh, acupuncture, of Mm -hmm. course. I do cupping, which I forgot to add in. (laughs) So um, and and the herbs, the herbs are very powerful right i can't tell you how many people i've helped throughout this past year um of covid with people calling and saying well, i don't feel well i think i have it and i'm like okay well you need to, well, let's send you some herbs yeah and we send them the herbs that they need and we're going based off of how they're presenting right you know what is, what are right. the what are the symptoms what's going on and i send them the herbs and, and then they're fine they call back and say okay well 
it didn't last I'm that better. long. Yeah. I'm better. I'm like, okay. Cool. <laughs> Good. <laughs> yeah. I said, well, I'll see you. <laughs> I'll see you soon, <laughs> you yeah. know, when you get to feeling better. But, like, you know, when you're when you able to drive or whatever. But it's, it's so um, fun to be able to just, you know, just see things happen so quickly. Yeah. And then even with the specialty that I do, with women's health and reproductive health mm-hmm. and and i and i work with fertility but i also work with men's fertility as well okay. you know because that's yeah. that's a two-part system and exactly can, yeah can, the woman the just can't do yeah. it on her own <laughs> you know what i'm yeah. saying it's like yeah. i mean we we do a lot for yeah. that right but i mean you know we got to have the other part and yeah sometimes it's the man mm-hmm. that is keeping the woman from being pregnant yeah a lot of times it is actually so i, I have to work with uh when i do fertility which is one of the things that i really love to work in i always ask the the um the female patients please bring your husband in yeah uh, or your partner <clears throat> so how did you I think it's so cool that like women's health and reproductive health Mm -hmm. is um, kind of like, is it safe to say that's like your niche? In a way. In a niche. How did you, how did you land on that? Hmm. Well, when we're in school for a lot of reasons in TCM, the, women's health part is such a major thing Mm -hmm. just from from what we learn naturally because what's special about that part is that we have an extra vital uh, uh, sign that we have which is our menstrual cycle Mm -hmm. so we learned how to break the menstrual cycle down into four parts okay which is going to be your bleeding phase your follicular phase the ovulation phase and the luteal phase Mm -hmm. so that's the phase right before you go into your your bleeding phase okay and that's the phase that usually women get pms okay that's the week before your period yeah so we break it down and we learn different acupuncture protocols to use different acupuncture points to use for different ailments that come with that Mm -hmm. um we learn what herbs go with what uh with which um, phase yeah. of the menstrual cycle. So it becomes really, really extensive. Like, yeah, you can like in- intricate. Yeah, you yeah. can take a class just for that. Wow. You know, you can, you can even, and they even had spe- like where you can just do um, your doctorate just in that area if you really? wanted to. Yes. Wow. So it, when do you get into that? And it was just so interesting to me. And then at the same time, I was when I was in school learning all this stuff, I was also learning how to regulate my own menstrual cycle naturally without birth control. Mm -hmm. So I was in transition when I was in school, transitioning from using birth control to um, just nothing Mm -hmm. and using fertility signs. Yeah. And I was like, well, this is pretty cool. Yeah. And then it just started becoming a thing. I was yeah. like, you know, when I would have patients, I was like, okay, well, what day are you on? I said, what do you mean? And so now I'm teaching them how to recognize so cool. how to learn your, your period because that's your vi- that's one of your vital signs. Like yeah. it tells us if things are going wrong. Yeah. It can tell us if you're going into early menopause, if you have mm-hmm. hyperthyroidism, hypothyroidism. It can tell us all these different signs, you right. know, that we should start looking into. Yeah. I had never heard of it as like an extra vital sign, mm-hmm. but 
but like the more that you're talking about it like i just like i'm sitting here like nodding my head like <laughs> yes yes mm-hmm. yes like this is so good like this is all so good um <clears throat> so you also so also with your patients your clients you also like to incorporate reiki mm-hmm. yes so can you tell us what that is yes Reiki is what a lot of people would look at as a um, laying of hands type Mm -hmm. therapy. Mm -hmm. So, which can lead a lot of people to thinking that it's attached to a certain religion. Okay. It is not. What it is, is that we're using um, source energy, universal energy, God energy. Mm -hmm. However you want to state that. I say it's God energy, universal, Mm -hmm. right? Universe energy. We're using this, the power that we all innately have, Mm -hmm. we have it, but sometimes you have to get trained in order to fully recognize how to use it. Okay. You can put your hand over somebody and have the intention of healing. I'm not going to tell that person that I'm healing them of a, like a certain disease, right? But what I'm doing is I'm putting my hands Usually I'm going over chakra systems, going over different chakras. I'm feeling, so I'm able to feel different vibrations from that mm-hmm. or different frequencies from that. And so some, some people's chakras are going to be more active. Um, they might ha- be closed mm-hmm. or there's something going on with it where um, when we're looking at the spiritual side, it's causing them to actually have the illness that they have. Like, it's mm. contributing to that. Right. Um, because there's so many different parts that we look at when, when in the work that I do. We're looking at that spiritual side. So that's that. That's the part that we can't see. Yeah. You know, that's the, the aura. And that's mm-hmm. your energy field. So I'm tapping into that energy field and right. feeling if something is off. And I'm also asking um, source to in spirit to show to help guide me to the areas that need to be guided that need to be um that need healing the most and so when i'm doing reiki i can feel um like this tingling or this vibration on my hands some people can see the energy some people can hear it Mm -hmm. some people can smell wow so different different uh practitioners will have different ways that they can help that person right and they'll and they'll know how to to tap in yeah but with reiki it can be combined with acupuncture right you know and or it can be by itself so i'll do it for so some people i have that just come in for reiki okay and i'll go through the different areas Sometimes if they have a particular area that they really want to work on, like mm-hmm. say they have some low back pain or some knee pain or hand pain, you know, something like that, arthritis. Yeah. We'll go over that area. Right. And then we'll help move things out. A lot of people I work with, they are having, um, they had some type of trauma okay. happen to them or they're just going through a very stressful time and they yeah. just need somebody else to step in and help them move that i'm not taking my energy mm-hmm. and sending it to that person mm-hmm. i'm a vessel right so anytime you're doing reiki you're just a vessel and you're allowing um you know that clear 
crystal energy from the universe to, to flow in through the top of your head mm-hmm. and go in and out through your hands. And that's what you're doing. Yeah. And some people would even say, you know, um, from a religious perspective, that's what Jesus did when he was healing people. Mm-hmm. And he would, you know, when he was doing touch and, you know, holding his hands. Yeah. That's what they say. Mm-hmm. So it just is an example. Yeah. Um, and we all have that ability. Right. So it's like, it's really, it's not something oh, special, so but we cool. all have that ability. Yeah. Oh my gosh. That is so cool. So an example, and this is a question. So like, would you do Reiki before mm-hmm. doing acupuncture to like figure out which areas? I could. Okay. It. So, okay, I'll say this. <laughs> Reiki just can literally just, like, when I get into a room with a person, sometimes my hands just automatically start, like, vibrating. And I'm like, okay. Your so, whole body. Yeah, so I'm like, okay. <laughs> and I'll talk to that patient and say, what's going on? And, you know, just because I'm, like, already, like, I can already feel, feel it like when I walk in the room. I'm like, oh, something's off. Or, like, yeah. or something's going on. Mm-hmm. So I ask this person, you know, what is going on? What do you want to work on? And sometimes they'll just be like, can we add Reiki today? I'm like, I felt that. Yeah. So <laughs> let's do this. But it depends. Like, sometimes I'll start off with um, some aroma point therapy. We do that a lot at Phoenix Rising as well. And I am using different essential oils on different acupoints first. Mm -hmm. And that can also be um, Reiki infused as well. Okay. So I'm holding these points intentionally and allowing that person to calm down. So Mm -hmm. usually um, a lot of the patients are coming in to help with stress relief. Right. Along with whatever else is going on. Okay. So I like to start off with that first to get them into this state of Mm -hmm. like, rest and relax yeah before i start putting needles in yeah then if they do want to do um like maybe add reiki onto that session then i'll do once i get the needles in i'll go and do reiki over them for a few Mm. minutes and then i'll let them rest yeah And, and and that really does help shift the energy for them yeah and puts them into a deeper state of healing so that they wow. can heal faster yeah Oh, man. <laughs> I have to come. You do. Ada's been telling me. She has. She's not lying. She's not lying. <laughs> Friends don't lie. No, they don't. <laughs> okay. This has been so educational so far. And I think that something the listeners would really mm-hmm. like, like, I can just picture people right now just, like, taking all of this in and, like, feeling like me. Like, I need That's to, like, lot. start doing some of this stuff. Yes. So... Let's talk about something that I think is very timely for this time of year. And I know it's something you also like talking about, which is uh, detoxification. Oh, yeah. 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 (laughs) Okay. Well, oh, so no, no, no. So tell us what it is and how it's beneficial. And then Mm. after that, Mm -hmm. let's talk about how like in our daily lives, like we can just like start it for ourselves. Yeah. Okay. Like a take-home activity. Yes, homework. <laughs> okay, so we have homework. Yeah, homework. <laughs> All right, guys, homework. Yes. So with detoxification, the main thing <clears throat> is we need to, first of all, we need to focus on the educational part. So mm-hmm. we need to edu- all educate ourselves on where, 
what are the toxic things that are in our environment? Mm-hmm. How often are we coming in contact with those things? Right. And how do we how do we mitigate that? You know, because we're not going to completely get get away from it. Mm-hmm. So how do how do we make it to where at least my toxic load isn't so high that it's making me feel ill? Right. So as you know, well, we live in Houston. Mm-hmm. We have a lot of chemical factories yes. and all kinds of stuff, right? Pollution. And yeah, and pollution, yeah. And um and then Texas um has uh and I hope I get this right, eighty percent of the state of Texas has um radium. What is um that? it's one of our radioactive um, um elements. Eighty <laughs> percent of the state already has, you know, has some type of radioactive element. Okay. And we're not. Don't get scared. Like mm-hmm. we don't need to go, you know, do crazy things, right? Yeah. Yeah. But we just need to understand where we're at. Mm-hmm. Okay. And Texas is the only state that has these different, you know, things Levels, happening. It's, yeah. It's all over the country. There are different areas where there's a higher concentration of some element mm-hmm. that is can really interact with us. And so when we, we know that, we just need to know to protect ourselves, right? Yeah, like you said, it's just like educating yes. ourselves. Yeah. So then... Literally knowing our surroundings. Yes. Yeah. But things that we can control are what we are going to be um, putting into our bodies. Mm-hmm. So when you know, okay, for one, you want to make sure that you have... Oh, maybe I might be jumping forward. No, that's But uh, you want to make sure that you have, um, you're drinking the right water. Mm-hmm. So making sure that you're not drinking tap water. Okay. For one, just like mark that off your list if you're doing that. Okay. Because tap water is just going to have all kinds of chemicals in it mm-hmm. from the processing plant, from, you know, chlorine for sure. Yeah. And then whatever else did not filter through did not get filtered okay um pharmaceuticals get into our water a lot hormones things like that um and then not to mention what's in your pipes yeah you know like whatever that is right so we don't want to drink that you know like heavy metals and things like that right now in essence heavy metals aren't that bad for us but an accumulation of them is going to be what we need to worry about right um so Tap water is a no. Like mm-hmm. never, don't what ever kind do of that water again. Do you drink? Distilled water, oh. and I and you know we've always heard, oh my gosh, don't drink distilled water because you're gonna leach all your minerals out of your body yeah. and la 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 whatever, right? It's pure H two O. Yeah, it's been boiled to a point mm-hmm. to where now it collect you know the press not perspiration my goodness the <laughs> <laughs> you know what i'm trying to say the condensation yeah yeah is what the is that pure water that is collected yeah and that's what you're drinking mm-hmm. you don't have to buy go out and buy distilled water if you don't want to you can't actually get a water distiller they're ex- they're a little bit more expensive, but they actually compare to certain water filters like the Berkey water filter and things like that mm-hmm. in, in price range, right? Yeah. And when you're drinking just pure H2O, you get to control what's going into your water now. So if yeah. you wanted to add, say, a little salt in there or something mm-hmm. to kind of, you know, give yourself some minerals if you wanted to, right? Yeah. Do that. But the stuff at the store, you know, when it says, oh, it's um, got all these things in there. A lot of this stuff is like synthetic. You don't yeah. just don't just don't do it. Um, 
Are you talking about like the fancy waters that say like mm-hmm. okay, like nine point five pH and all mm-hmm. this stuff? They've added a lot of things in there to to make that do that, right? Uh, a lot of the times they they're saying, oh yeah, it's from the Alps and all this yeah. stuff. We don't know that. Yeah, <laughs> you know, like yeah. you just don't know marketing. Just yeah, yeah. And I can say that I'm in marketing. Yeah, marketing, yeah. greenwashing, you know, yeah. things like that. So water, focus on your water, focus on your food. Mm-hmm. Organic food is always going to be best. Not all organic food is going to be created the same. Okay. Sometimes yeah. we do have pesticides and things that move into that. So mm-hmm. we don't just, we don't always know. Right. But if you try your best, do what you can. Mm-hmm. Avoid processed foods. Yeah. That's going to be major for you, for everybody. Mm-hmm. If you do some really simple things like that, um, try to stay away from plastics as much as you can, mm-hmm. uh, especially microwaving your plastics. Please don't do that. Yeah. Just don't. <laughs> All right, guys. Don't so eat your first, plastic. <laughs> no more tap water. Second, <laughs> stop microwaving <laughs> in your plastic Tupperwares. Yes. Actually, that's one of my husband's pet peeves. We have almost not exclusively glass Tupperware, mm-hmm. but we have invested in a lot more glass Tupperware. Okay. And because like he and it's kind of in the same vein um and it's something that i learned from him was like don't put the hot food in Mm -hmm. like the plastic tupperware right and it makes total Mm -hmm. sense i just had never thought about it before right yeah because you know it always says it's safe bpa free microwave safe um dishwasher safe oh yeah bpa free yeah yeah but the thing is you know we always have to go back to well, they say this substance isn't he- in here anymore. They're not using this, but what did they replace it with? Oh, yeah. You know. And you know what? That's so something that I think is really relatable to that was and this was like just like 5 or 10 years ago like when everyone was like um Oh, it has no sugar in it. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay, but it's still sweet. Yeah. So what did you put in it instead <laughs> mm-hmm. of sugar? Yeah. Right? So, yeah. or like Diet Coke or something. Okay, oh that is goodness. still sweet. And you're telling me there's no sugar in it, and but what is in there? Like weirdly sweet. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Weirdly sweet. <laughs> I don't drink sodas. I mean, no. maybe once in a blue moon. Right. If it's like, actually, I'm going to take this like short little caveat Mm -hmm. my favorite time to drink a soda is with a hamburger (laughs) and french fries and just for some reason Mm -hmm. like i crave a soda with that meal Mm -hmm. but it's like i can only have one i i can feel that and that is why i started drinking topo chico (laughs) i love we drink um we drink so we drink topo chico we also drink a lot of like LaCroix and and then just like the H-E-B brand of LaCroix or or Mm -hmm. the Kirkland's brand or Mm -hmm. stuff like that i love sparkling water me too so good but so good but yeah so doing you know that and also what you put on your body Mm mm-hmm fragrances and lotions yeah yeah Yeah. be very conscious of that and there's some things that you can do you can go online and look up these ingredients Mm -hmm. and you can see like a lot of the times you know sometimes if you can't really if it has too many names in there that you can't pronounce yeah that means something is synthetic Mm -hmm. and it's also interacting with your hormones yeah it's now some of these things are actually acting as hormones And they're causing you to have issues that 
you're in in a belief that now you have like this illness right Mm -hmm. but it's mostly because you're using products that are going into your bloodstream right and acting as um like different substances and hormones you know they're mimicking Mm -hmm. your what your body would naturally do right or turning things off right? right right um and so the thing that that's one of the first things you want to do when you want to detox like a lot of people they go into like detoxification especially at the first of, this, of the year and they focus on which which detox should i do right mm-hmm. but they don't it's kind of like about, a fad yeah they don't yeah. think about well i need to get rid of all of these products that i'm using yeah yeah because if you're detoxing and you're putting the products back on you're not doing anything exactly yeah just because okay oh i got rid of the bloat you know, mm-hmm. like, oh, I had these mini bowel movements and now I lost this weight. Mm-hmm. But what are, you know, after that, what are you going to do? Yeah. Are you going to go back? Go back to it? Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. you knew or maybe you didn't know, right? Mm-hmm. So one of the things that um, that we did at Phoenix Rising, uh, Dr. Early and I did was we did a training at Silcor Biosciences. Mm-hmm. We went up to Idaho last fall. And we we did their whole training and we learned how to detox, how to do the whole process. Yeah. And with carbon technology, actually, it's wow. like stuff from the earth, like herbs oh, and so carbon cool. and hydrogen and oxygen. Yeah. And learning how to really get into that cellular, getting to learning how to detox from a cellular level. Right. And interacting with the mitochondria you know, which is your powerhouse for your cells mm-hmm. and helping people really get to these deeper levels yeah. and getting all that gunk out yeah, and parasites oh. and helping people get rid of parasites and mold yeah. and heavy metals and um, pesticides. And another thing I forgot to mention mm-hmm. was glyphosate, which is made by well, I don't want to get your podcast shut down but uh, we're just going to oh, say it's yeah. the Roundup right Roundup uh-huh. uh, weed killer okay is um, has been widely used especially here in the United States I mean it's available I think it's still available now if you go like Home Depot or something mm-hmm. and you know a lot of people think oh it's just an herbicide I'm just killing the weeds right it is actually a neurotoxin and it's going in it's a neurotoxin and it also goes in if you especially if you eat it um like say if it gets on your food Mm -hmm. which is actually being sprayed in farms and things like that right to kill the weeds wow that are around around the the crops yeah Yeah. so when that gets into your gut now we're dealing with not only um just like digestive upset but now we're talking about killing the gut Mm -hmm. microbiome like we're killing it we're killing oh the bacteria gosh. that yeah. we need mm-hmm. that controls our emotions. We have bacteria that control our emotions, that control wow. our sleep, that break down our food, that give us um, life, basically. Mm-hmm. They give us all of the, uh, the, the break down all of the molecules that we need yeah. to survive. And so then we start having people that are getting diagnosed with celiac disease. Right. They can't eat wheat. They can't eat gluten. No gluten. Yeah. yeah. They're wheat sensitive. Then we have people that have mysteriously come up with like diabetes, even autism. 
Wow. And a lot of that stuff can actually be reversed, believe it or not, Mm -hmm. just by restoring that person's gut microbiome. That's like our brain. Wow. You know, and then we have our brain. Yeah. But the gut brain axis is what is getting attacked the most by our by what's going on in our environment right now. Yeah. And that's what's the, like one of the root causes for a lot of illnesses. Mm-hmm. So if we start detoxing that. Yeah. Then we can move out the things that moved in. Right. Because there was toxicity. So yeah. parasites move in because we have toxicity. They're like attracted. To yeah, them. they're attracted to yeah. bad. They're like termites yeah they're they're like oh it's it's a mess in here i'm coming in here i come <laughs> you know like Move oh it's over. toxic oh i love yeah. it like i'm coming in give me that toxic. and so you know when we were in training and we um the one of the owners for this um uh, uh, core company mm-hmm. dr todd watts he said and this is like he was like this is how you test to see if you have parasites mm-hmm. he was like put your hand i mean put your fingers on your pulse or on your neck mm-hmm. and if you have a pulse you have parasites oh my gosh <laughs> so he's like so yep, if you're alive every one of you yes. i'm like let me do this yeah so we I have a pulse are you I alive parasites. you yep. have parasites <laughs> <laughs> but so like this the way that you're explaining detoxing it just like it seems like the point, the goal is to just like get down to the core mm-hmm. and just like start there and then like build that firm foundation, yes. build that solid, healthy foundation yes, and then build like on top of that. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So it like you detox first mm-hmm. and then we move on to supplements if you need them. Right. Why a lot of people have deficiencies is because they're toxic. Yeah. So... Once you clear that, you open up somebody's drainage pathways Mm -hmm. and you have toxins flowing out the right way, which is through the colon Mm -hmm. and not going out into their lymph and their skin and into their, um, you know, getting into other organ systems. Yeah. And it's actually going out the right way. Well, Mm -hmm. you know, the lymph will get toxins, too. But if it's not just going in there automatically. Right. Yeah. Anyway, um, when we're able to do that, then they don't that person might not have a vitamin d deficiency anymore yeah. right they right. might not have these other issues anymore mm-hmm. because now their body can recognize that it can see it can it, it we've cleared out all the the gunk yeah like now we can see like let's say you have really? like a really nice house mm-hmm. and you didn't you some kind of way gets all junked up and you're like well well, I, the house I, doesn't feel as nice. This is I'm gonna need a new house. Yeah. Well, maybe you don't need a new house. Maybe you just need to clean your clean, house. Clean the house. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Yeah. So it's like kind of just like starting at the basics. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh man, <laughs> I keep saying it. This is so good, and I'm looking at the clock. We have almost like we have been talking for literally more than 45 minutes. This is amazing. This is amazing. Okay, I'm gonna start wrapping up. My favorite question that I ask everyone mm-hmm. at the end of these interviews is, do you have a life and or happiness mm-hmm. hack mm-hmm. that you find helpful and that our listeners might want to adopt for their own use? My number one go-to is deep breathing. Oh, yeah. I like it because it's, especially if I feel <laughs> a little frazzled Mm -hmm. anxious 
I do it first thing in the morning, most okay. mornings or upon rising, right? And I go into, I have a special place in my closet and um, I have some candles in there, have my sage, you know, mm-hmm. all my stuff. And I go in there, light my candles and sage the room. And then yeah. I sit, I put in my headphones, I listen to the brain.fm app right? and get, you know, the little meditation app going. And then I just start deep breathing mm-hmm. and it really like, like switches me to this space to where like, you know, I'm oxygenating my brain and I feel kind of like buzzy. Yeah. And I don't think you just feel really like, like good. You yeah. Know? And you, and you do it. I do it for like, you know, 10 to 15 minutes. Man, it doesn't have to be amazing. super complicated. Yeah. It doesn't have to be like, you don't have to meditate for a whole hour or anything yeah. like that. If you only have like five minutes, just five minutes of deep breathing, it's mm-hmm. going to be like, that is going to shift you from a lot of things. So like yeah. sometimes we go through these spirals, right? And mm-hmm. we're thinking, oh my gosh, I'm having such a horrible day or I'm a horrible person mm-hmm. or, you know, you start negative self-talking yourself. Yeah. And now, but if you just take a moment and say, okay, stuff is falling apart right now. Mm-hmm. Let me just go. Like, yeah. let me just take a moment, do some deep breathing. Then you can think clearer. Right. Because sometimes we just like get a, a little, yes, yeah, a reset button. Mm-hmm. You just get a little bogged down with yeah. life and how things are going. Or you're looking yeah. at, especially like if you're looking at social media sometimes. Oh, and, man. Or whoever you're following. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you got to delete some of those people. Yep. Too, so. I'm <laughs> all about a good social media cleanse. Yeah. Sometimes you just have to clean it out or like, or, or take a break. It's okay. Yeah. And if you have like, let's say you have a popular social media thing or whatever. Right. Mm -hmm. And you know, you're constantly putting content in and sometimes you can get really overwhelmed with that. Yeah. Take a break. Exactly. Tell your people, Hey, I'm gonna. I'm doing a spiritual like reset. Like I need to take a break. I'll be gone for three days. I'll I'll be be back. Seven days. Yeah. It's going to be okay. You're not yeah. going to lose people. Mm-hmm. You might actually gain a bunch of people. Yeah. You never know. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Like, take your Those are moment. numbers. Those are just numbers. They're yeah. just, they're looking anyway. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Exactly. You know, they really are. Yeah. <laughs> I hate to be that way, but there are a lot of people that just go to look like, oh, yeah. You know. Yeah. But deep breathing, that's my thing. Mm-hmm. Like, I, in prayer, but I like to deep breathe even before I start asking mm-hmm. or petitioning right. god for what i want or what i need i'm like i need to be clear before i even go in here and yeah. ask anything I love that. you know yeah it's a good one mm-hmm. that's a good one where can we find you where can we connect well, with you well instagram is going to be the main place if you yeah. you know you really just want to like kind of you know, learn a little bit more about yeah. what I do. And even with uh, acupuncture, you can go to I have a point for that Okay, on Instagram. Mm-hmm. And um, if you need to email me, you can contact me through that and I'll yeah. give you my email. <coughs> but, you know, awesome. you, can, you can email me at dr.jordanetters at protonmail.com. Awesome. Mm-hmm. You guys, I hope you enjoyed this conversation as much as I have. Thank you again for being here. And if y'all could do us a favor and please share this episode with a friend or a family member. And don't forget to tag Dr. Jordan and me. Dr. Jordan is at I have a point for that. And I am at 
thinkhappy underscore co. We would love to chat with you guys. And y'all, I'll just see you next week for another episode of the Think Happy Podcast. From the bottom of my heart, thank you for joining me for this week's episode of the Think Happy Podcast. If you just can't get enough, find me on Instagram at thinkhappy underscore co, that's C-O, and online at thinkhappyco.com. See you next week.